Scripture scholars tell us that this text from the book of Numbers, our first reading for today, is probably the oldest piece of liturgical poetry in all of the scriptures. And it recounts this wonderful exchange, well, not so much an exchange as an instruction from God to Moses, asking Moses to tell Aaron and his sons how to pass on God's own blessing to the people of God. These ancient phrases are meant to remind us this day, generations later, that it is God who desires to bless us. And with all due respect to the author of the book of Numbers, whom we rarely hear from, I would suggest a slight paraphrase for that three-part blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. In other words, know that it is really God who takes care of you. The Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. In other words, always be ready for the gentleness of God in your life. The Lord look upon you kindly and give you peace. In other words, only God can bring you life's greatest gift, the gift of peace. The words of these blessings tap into what I think is one of the most universal expressions of care that we as human beings can give to each other. When an exchange of objects just isn't appropriate or isn't complete enough, when a store-bought card just doesn't express our deepest feelings for someone, when we can't come up with our own prepared or spontaneous poetry to express sympathy or kindness or love, we turn to this ancient text and simply say to another, may God bless you. We know a, a blessing doesn't restore physical well-being in and of itself or dispel the sadness of death, or eliminate anxiety. But I've come to believe that when we say, bless you, or when, in response to a request, I say a prayer of blessing over someone, it doesn't mean that I have control over that person or that person's situation. In fact, it actually means I don't. What I'm doing, or what anyone is doing, is saying, I want God to be there in this moment of human activity. And I want you to know 
that I believe God is indeed present to you. It is a way of saying that no matter how trivial this bit of life is, like a sneeze, or how complex and how beautiful is the relationship between two people who are in love, or the troubling experience of someone who is ill, we are saying God needs to be involved. God needs to know about this. Yes, I know, God knows. But I need to say that I know, God knows. You see, it's an act of faith. I'm asking God to be present in this moment, and I'm saying the God that I believe in will do that. Because God is the source of the desire to bless. It's our way of saying that we understand there is room in every human affair for God. We step, as it were, just to the side and let God enter the moment. And so never get in the way of a blessing and never forget to ask for one. God says to Moses, invoke my name upon them. In other words, let it be known that there is a space in people's lives for the love that I, God, have for them. And it is for always. That's what Mary did when the angel told her that she had received God's favor, which is another word for blessing. She got out of the way and let the will of God unfold within her. She didn't let her situation with Joseph get in the way of God's plan. She received the blessing with graciousness and in turn blessed us with the astonishing gift of the word made flesh. She who was blessed became a vessel of blessing. I think that's the singular message of this feast of Mary as mother of God. She who is Theotokos, the God-bearer, is filled with such abundant blessing that even she could not fathom all that was in her own heart. As we start a new year, this blessing comes from God. The Lord bless you and keep you. It is a gift we all need from a God who keeps on giving. On this threshold of a new year, Imagine Mary speaking these words to us. These words are actually from the poetry of John Shea. But imagine Mary speaking these words. Hold my hand, and I will take you 
to the place where the spirit rejoices, where lowliness becomes largeness, where all space and time is pregnant, where the center has no circumference, where the divine child lays his head upon the breast of the earth. When we look back on 2020, we might well feel that blessings were in short supply for so many people. And the death of so many stretches our understanding, not to mention our faith. To see a blessing in all of that was a great challenge for all of us this past year. But at the same time, we discovered new kinds and shapes of blessings, new expressions passed between friends and strangers, new appreciation for other blessings that we had come to take for granted. In this new year, let us not forget to leave room for God. And may the blessings abound where and when we need them. Coming from the God who knows our when and our where.